Yo, today's QOT is nothing can defeat the passionate, committed mind. Here we go. Today's show, I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Dr. Dennis Kimbrough on the show for your Monday motivation. And today, the doctor's going to reveal why some people succeed while others fail. He's going to talk about dreaming big dreams, being passionate and committed about what you're doing, and how it's not about having a desire. It's about having a burning desire. It's got to burn. You got to really want it. Before we get to Dr. Kimbrough and speaking of desires, I know we all have a desire to increase our incomes and increase our options so we can have more personal freedom and time freedom to do the things that we really want to do. And I am teaching a masterclass next week. That's Tuesday, September 21st. And I'm going to show you how to do that and what is keeping you from having the financial freedom that you really want. It is called How to Stop Being Broke as and start making that paper, how to start making that money. What we're going to talk about is why personal finance plans don't work and what it has to do with these unconscious memories and emotions that are filed away in your brain and they're influencing the way you think about money, the way you feel about money, as well as your habits and your behaviors when it comes to money. We talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago when Louise Hay was on the show. And I was talking about how in personal development, there tends to be a focus on behaviors, change your behaviors. And it's the same thing with personal finance. It's like, hey, change your behavior, start saving more, start saving a budget. But they're ignoring the things that are beneath the surface. What you're going to learn is they're underneath the iceberg, right? And underneath the iceberg are those memories, those emotions, the meanings that you gave those old events from a long time ago that shaped the way you handle and the way you save and spend your money. And that leads to your evaluations. How do you evaluate money because based on that evaluation, you behave in a certain way with money. So I'm going to show you all of that during this masterclass. It's going to be amazing. You can get signed up at freemoneyclass.com. That is freemoneyclass.com. It is next Tuesday, September 21st, 5 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern time, and everybody who registers will get the replay. So again, that is freemoneyclass.com. Dr. Kimbrough, coming right up. So what is success and how can you attain it? When I got my fancy PhD degree from Northwestern University, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I certainly knew what I didn't want to do. Number one, I didn't want to go in the corporate world, though I did do that for 12 years, and I am so glad that I did it because I didn't know nothing. Dallas is really home for me. Why? Because when I finished undergrad University of Oklahoma, I was the first black male in the LPD program for Texas Instruments and lived in Richardson. And from there, I went on to Smith Klein of French Pharmaceuticals. And my last three years in the corporate world, I was a consultant. Number two, you know, I didn't even want to teach. And what in the world do you do with a PhD from North? Yeah, I teach, and I'm fulfilled by it. 
But all I wanted to do, I wanted to find the answers to two questions. Question number one, why does one person succeed while another fails? And question number two, why is one individual rich and wealthy while another is impoverished? So what did I do? I carved out a list of 150 individuals. The list grew well past 150. They didn't know me, but I certainly knew them. I was going to meet them and interview them, trying to ascertain the answers to those questions. For the most part, you name them, I probably interviewed them over a 30-year period. I found four common chords in all these men and women. Number one, they dream big dreams. They had a dream. They had a passion, something they desperately wanted to accomplish in life. What am I telling you, Dallas? I'm telling you nothing can defeat the passionate, committed mind. The passionate, committed mind cannot be defeated. If the passionate, committed mind could be defeated, I wouldn't be here. Oprah Winfrey wouldn't be here. There'd be no Bob Johnson. There'd be no Bill Gates. There'd be no Steve Jobs. I used the example yesterday. Okay, you got Kodak. Kodak came up with the digital camera. Kodak comes up with a digital camera in the 1990s. 140,000 employees, a market cap of more than 24 billion. Less than 10 years later, Kodak goes bankrupt. They invent the digital camera. You've got a digital camera right back there. They go bankrupt. At the same time that Kodak goes bankrupt in 1998, 13 passionate, committed souls in Silicon Valley take the same idea and come up with Instagram, market cap of $6 billion. Passionate, committed mind can't be defeated. So what makes the passionate, committed mind? Look, damn it, a burning desire. We got 50 million different desires. I got a different desire. I'm not, well, it's about time for me to trade my Lexus in, go get another car. My wife wants a complete makeover on that. Got 50 million different desires. But there's a big difference between a desire and a burning desire. What's a burning desire? Burning desire is an inner candle. It's an inner flame that cannot be extinguished. And though the worst may go before you, doubters may come, critics may come, naysayers may come, non-believers, underachievers, they will laugh, they will ridicule, they will scoff, and what will you do? You will use their cynicism, you will use their doubt to propel you forward. It can't be defeated. Number two, they were inner-directed versus outer-directed. In other words, they weren't so quick to believe well-meaning friends or family members who said, you can't do this, you can't do that. They walked to a beat of a different drummer. As Henry David Thoreau said, don't die with your music left in you. Now, when I was in college as an undergrad, what did my frat brothers call me? They called me the professor. I wanted to teach. I knew I was going to be a college professor one way or another. They called me for, I always had a book under my arm. Oh, where's Kimbrough? He's in the library. He's in lab. He's always reading something. They, I, I was like the walking ghoul there. As well, he, well, he knows. Blah, blah, blah. Why? I was so inquisitive. I was inner-directed versus outer-directed. Every time, you know, I, 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 was, I was bent on the world. What would the old rappers say? Too short. It's been way too long. Time for the world to play your song. Well, every time that I step in my classroom, I'm playing my song. This is my music. You are blessed to live in a country that will reward that. Why? We live in a country that rewards differentiation. Capitalism is not a dirty word. Capitalism means that everything is for sale. That's all it means. You take the word capitalism and write it on a piece of paper, C-A-P-I-T-A-L-I-S-M. Take the Latin derivative of the word capitalism, caput, C-A-P-U-T, 
Well, what does kaput mean in Latin? It means head. What's the one thing you must use in order to survive in a free and open society? Your head. Your head. We don't live in a society that's divided between rich versus poor, black versus white, liberal conservative, Republican Democrat, male versus female, have versus have not, bah, no. But we do live in a society that is divided between dreamer versus non-dreamer. And people get in trouble in life not because they want it too much. You'll get in trouble in life because you settled for too little. Inner-directed versus outer-directed. So what do we know about leadership? Two requirements for leadership. Number one, the price of leadership is always loneliness. When you're in charge of your life, you're a leader. The worst mistake you can ever make in life is to think that somebody else signed your paycheck. Now, a month ago, I was out in the Bay Area. Merritt College brought me in. It was the 51st anniversary of the creation of the Black Panthers. And we start talking about social economic systems. And they were asking me, you know, you still got folks leaning on socialism. You got folks running away with utopia. You got folks criticizing capitalism and everything. And I said, the best system for you is the system that allows you to take full responsibility for your life. Full responsibility of your life. What did Martin Luther King say? Martin Luther King said, your life is officially over the day you begin to talk about, think about, discuss everything that doesn't matter. Now, I spoke to a, a bunch of high schoolers before we left yesterday, and I told them, I said, when Mark Zuckerberg came out with Facebook, when Chad Hurley came out with YouTube, when Reed Hoffman came out with LinkedIn, when Kevin Sinstrom came out with Instagram, when Jack Dorsey came out with Twitter, they came out with those social media platforms hoping that somebody in your generation, millennials, will get excited, use it, and there's a little girl in Johannesburg, find a way to get her a school uniform so she'll be allowed in class. When they came out with those social media platforms, they thought that somebody in your generation would use it so somebody in Bangladesh could have adequate drinking water and survive another day. But the one thing they didn't come up with those social media platforms for you to get online and gossip. You're repeating the trend again. And that's not me, that's Harriet Tubman. What did Harriet Tubman say? A journalist went up to her in her later years, Miss Tubman, I want to write an article. I want to chronicle your achievements. She waved them off. There's no need to write an article about me. Yes, it's true. I did lead 860 slaves to freedom. But I could have freed thousands more had they only known they were slaves. So what are you a slave to? Be inner-directed versus outer-directed. The price of leadership is always loneliness. And number two, you can never be concerned what other people think, say, or do. You can't. You can't. You can't. Where the hell ideas come from? An idea comes from your creator knocking on your subconscious, asking you, do you want more out of life? God can only do for you what you allow him to do through you. He's the electricity, but baby girl, you're the lamp. When are you going to cut the light switch on? That was Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. His website is DennisKimbrough.com. You can watch today's talk on YouTube. It is called Putting It All Together, Success and Greatness at Empower Series. Hey, get registered for my free class, How to Stop Being Broke as can start making that paper at freemoneyclass.com. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.